Hey everyone, this is Todd Latore from Queensryche, and you're listening to Iron City Rocks. This is Rick Sander from uh, Evergrey, you're listening to Iron City Rocks. This is Croy from Vermithrax, and you're listening to Iron City Rocks. Welcome to episode 366 of the Iron City Rocks podcast. I'm your host, Sean, coming from the Iron City of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. What you heard coming into the show was a brand new track from the band Vermithrax. The track's called Enoch, and that's from their brand new EP entitled Volume 2, Imperium Draconis. This episode will be joined by Chris from Vermithrax, and uh, he'll be talking to us all about the new EP and about the Kickstarter campaign they got going on where you can pre-order this fantastic uh, new EP. Got a chance to listen to the whole EP as well as some other stuff coming from Vermithrax. Thrax and uh, very, very, very exciting. Um, so, without any further ado, we'll listen to a little bit more of that track and then we'll get that interview with Chris. I've got Chris from Band Vermithrax. How you doing today, Chris? Doing great. Uh, getting to be a pro at this is the third, fourth time on the show. I uh, always enjoy having you guys on. Um, Vermithrax got some some nice things, interesting things happening right now. So kind of want to talk about that uh, big thing going on. He's got a little Kickstarter campaign uh, for uh, your EP. Um, want to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. So. Um the new EP, we decided um, to go the route of of releasing it on our own. We, we had some label interest, and we had some songs that were done at different times of our kind of evolution, and it was time to release those songs, and it was really like, okay, well, how do we want to release them? And, um, you know, to be honest, a lot, the, 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 a lot of the stuff that came, you either look at that deal and say yes, this is good for the band, or no, that's not really the perfect scenario for the band. And so it sucks to say no, but, you know, I think at the end, I think anybody in in business, it's like you have to say more no's than you have to say yes. And um, so it was like, okay, what are we going to do next? And I've seen a lot of people speak about 
crowdfunding. I've seen some huge success stories. I've also seen some, you know, some, some struggles. So it was like, well, is this something we want to do? Um, and, and I really looked at it more as a pre-order. It's a, it's a way for people to pre-order right. something versus crowdfunding, which really sounds like you're like begging on the street for money and that they're not getting anything for, you know what I mean? Cause a lot of times crowdfunding is like, Hey, my friend needs help. They're getting an operation. And you know, I'm the first guy to go, Oh, let me throw some, you know, throw something at that. Um, so I think crowdfunding gets sort of a bad name when people think of music and they combine it with crowdfunding that they just give something to and get nothing back from right. versus, or, or some bands that take advantage of it. I mean, I saw a band like, can't even remember their name, but I know that they were like, help us build our new studio. We need $150,000. And I was like, oh my God. Right. Like, you know, I sell studio gear. Like, <laughs> what are they buying? Where are they? Like, who needs who needs to record at that level where they need that gear to make a great sounding album? And, and why would you say to your fans, you're just helping me do that. They're not even getting an album out of it. They're just, you get yeah. blessed with the ability to help me build my studio. That just seems crazy. So... What we tried to do is put together some really cool, unique packages um, that are extremely limited edition mm -hmm. and are hand numbered. Um, some of the packages are signed if, if people are into that. Um, I always am. So, you know, I really looked at it from I grew up as a collector and I've got, you know, hundreds of picture discs and signed records and, you know, limited edition right. pressings of stuff. And for me, that was always exciting and fun. And part of the thrill trying to get a lower number or, you know, whatever it was. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, I think we, we decided, uh, let's, why don't we go that route? Why don't we at least put out something that is unique that as we do move forward and the band progresses that looking back, people will say, wow, I'm really glad I got that when I did because right. I have that. It's really a collectible piece. You know, if I had gotten, you know, I like I have the first pressing of Kill 'Em All. Like mm -hmm. I, I, you know, so for me that's like one of my prized possessions. It's like the original pressing of that. It was probably the first five hundred made. It'd be a guess. Yeah. Um, and you know, I have a lot of records like that. So for me, it's like I, I want other people to have that thrill because we've lost a little of that with music. Oh, definitely. You know, like I, I, like holding the record and smelling the CD and or the record or the cassette and reading the lyrics with it and, you know, seeing cool packaging and all that stuff for me is kind of a lost art. And I really feel like it, it's still being done, but it's just not being done on a personal level anymore. Right. When it's done, you know, limited pressing, you know, oftentimes will be like 3,000 copies. You're like, well, that's not really limited. So... Um, you know, we wanted to kind of do something like that. So we made, you know, some patches and some stickers and some shirts and a bunch of stuff that will just be for this campaign. Mm -hmm. So that if you buy it, like anybody that sees you wearing that shirt exactly. is going to be like, oh my God, that guy bought that way back when. Or if you want to sell it on eBay 20 years down the road, if anything happens with the band, maybe you get something out right. of it. You know, it's sort of a, it's like buying stock in the band in a way. Um, so that was the idea and that was the concept behind it. So um, we even did some stuff um, that we thought would be unique and different. Like um, there's levels in there where you could actually hire the band to come play. Um, yeah, it's all that. Yeah, the, yeah the entertainment jester level or whatever. <laughs> so, um, you know, so we tried to have some fun with it and do some really different things. And um, we even put a crazy kind of Hail Mary throw in there that was like, you know, 
I've got some friends. We've all got some friends out there that are kind of in the world that never maybe followed the music path, but we're always into music and we're always a huge supporter. And so we kind of looked at it like, um, you know, how could we do something where maybe they've got some, some, maybe they've done well for themselves. So they've got some disposable income and they, this is their chance to maybe become part of the, the music a little bit. So we created a position, basically one of the, one of the spots, there's only one and is producer level. It's the dragon King. It is the top level. You know, and, uh, you know, somebody out there, they're going to be listed as the executive producer because right. executive producers often, especially with movies, are involved in the, the finance of the project. So it only made sense. It was like, okay, well, if they're going to donate X number of dollars, which is substantial, it almost reaches our first tier just by them participating. They really deserve something that's completely key. So all the prizes in that level will be like a band member. Like it's, we're the only ones that would have any of those things. If we even have them, they might have some stuff that we don't have, you know? So the idea was to make it like this super cool, unique thing that has a pricey chunk, you know, attached to it. But it, I mean, there's only one, like if you're the guy, if you're the first person to do it, you get it. Like it's yours. So, um, and then it opens up doors because there's different tiers as we reach different levels um, as far as what, pa- how many packages people buy and things like that, as we reach certain tiers, there's going to be more prizes for people that already participated. Like, um, I'm, I'm trying to remember the exact number and I'm not going to say, cause I can't remember exactly, but we reach the next tier and then we'll re-release the first EP right. but as a proper full release CD packaging and they will in hand numbered signed if they want it, same exact thing. Um, and they'll get a copy of that just because they, gave in at a specific level, right. a higher level. So, and it'll be available to other people as a discount too, the other mm-hmm. people that are participating, but they won't get it for free, but it'll be still something special for them. If right. they want to get it, we'll, we'll obviously work with them because they, they helped us. But, um, so what we're hoping is to reach the highest tier and have like all this cool stuff, including vinyl and some stuff that we would love to do and that most labels don't do anymore. Right. And, um, and really create something unique out of this EP because, um, we put a lot of heart into it. It's it, the songs are great, um, and uh, we uh, there's one other part is that we we did do a flotsam and jetsam medley that we need to properly license. We want to make sure it's done right. We want to make right. sure they're being paid for their their songwriting and everything. So you do have to go to agencies and and there's fees and there's a lot yeah, of stuff that kind of multiplies to make that happen. But one, they deserve it. You know, their influence on us and, and a million other bands is huge. They're one of the bands that in the thrash genre, nobody ever touched their stuff. Like it was right. like everybody feared playing a Flotsam <laughs> song. And, you know, we're huge fans of the band. And uh, we saw them on that last tour. They came through uh, when they came through Pittsburgh and they just destroyed. They were so good. I saw them a ton of times back yeah. when I was young. Like I... I've, that might be the most band I've seen I've, band I've seen the most in the thrash genre. Wow! Um, for whatever reason, if they were playing, I was going, and they, you know, I saw them play with everybody. Um, mainly in New England, like at, in Boston, um, I saw them at the Paradise a bunch of times, and I think I saw them at the Channel, and um, just a lot of really cool places. And so to see them now and have them still destroy at that level, at right. their as long as they've been doing it, yes, you're going to get better as a band, but not all bands get better. That band was on fire. And Eric AK is 
easily one of the best, most underrated vocalists in metal, period. Yeah. And uh, just, I, I, I can't duplicate what he does. Very few people could. So that was the direction we took with the song as we initially just did the song. So we were testing out our new studio, which this is, you're in the studio now. So right. um, you get to hear a few of what we're working on. But so it, it gives us the ability to really record at a higher level. But we were like, you know, we need to play something we know how it sounds and see if we can't make it sound better right. with our equipment. And then, we, then we'll know we're ready to kind of take the next step and mix our own stuff and do everything ourselves. Um, so it was really how can we become self, self-dependent or independent? Um, and uh, we use the, the, the Flotsam medley to do that. Right. And so it starts with Hammerhead. And uh, there's a break in the middle of Hammerhead where the song kind of changes tempo. And so we decided to take that opportunity to go into another Flotsam song that we love called Hard On You. Um, and those were the two early in their career that really killed. Like every, everyone I know loved Hammerhead. Like mm-hmm. that was just such a cool, that was when that came out thra- and, and Thrash was kind of where it was at. People were like, whoa, who is this band? That was really what got Jason kind of noticed, Jason Newstead. Yeah. And, um, so... And I've never heard anybody play that song ever. I've never heard another band play Hammerhead. So it was kind of like, uh, actually, it was Jerry's idea. Why don't we play Hammerhead? And I was like, you know what? Nobody's ever touched that song. They fear that song. I know they do. <laughs> and so we kind of feared that song too. And um, we got down to it and got in the studio and did it. And then once we mixed it, we were like, this really sounds awesome. Right. So I sent it to Michael Gilbert. Um and like within a day he replied and he just, I mean, it was very simple. It was, this is awesome. And I was like, okay, that's inspirational enough for me. You know, that's coming from the guy who wrote it. Um, why don't we put this out? And so that's where the concept came up to. That would make this truly exclusive. I remember buying Creeping Death on Picture mm-hmm. Disc um, from Metallica and being like, this is so cool because it's like they did some stuff that's theirs, but they did stuff that isn't theirs. Right. And that's what made it unique. And uh, so I wanted this uh, CD of ours to kind of have that same flavor where somebody that maybe is a Flotsam fan might listen to us for the first time and go like, wow, they, you know, did their thing to, you know, we definitely left our mark, good or bad, (laughs) on this song. So, you know, we added our own flavor and, uh, but we tried to stay pretty true to the song, like musically. Um, Scott's did a great job with the solos and everything like that. Um, It was more of okay, well, I'm certainly not going to be able to be Eric A.K. exactly because he is, it's like trying to be Dio. Right. And really, Eric A.K. in my mind sits very similar, in a similar place. He's in my top five of singers. So, you know, he, I, I have to do it my own way because there's just no way. I, I'll try to do it justice and I'll try to keep the melody lines unique and cool like he did, but certainly going to do it uh, the way I, I need to do it. And hopefully people dig it because it is a little different. Um, and so that should make that make it special as well. And we're hoping that between that, the different package levels, it allows anybody really, you could do a donation for a dollar and not get anything, but we start at $5 and you're getting something. So we're really trying to make this something special and, and, and hopefully people respond to it. Um, I would love for this to be successful, not just for the fact that it would be great for the band and help us kind of get our feet a little more grounded and mm-hmm. give us some, maybe a little leverage with some labels that we're talking to. Right. Um, but I think that at that point, I would be, I would like to help other bands do it. You know, like if we figured out how to make this kind of work 
and this and our and our kind of structure works, I would have no issue helping other bands do the same. Right. But it's sort of a pay forward thing is we're going to need their support first to help us make this successful so I can show that it's successful so I can help them. So right. I think that's kind of where we're at. And, I think one know. of the things I like about, you know, you mentioned the crowdsourcing. Yeah, you've got a bunch of people who, you know, kind of take advantage of it and, yep. and, and do it the wrong way. This way, you know, like you said, it's a pre-order. It's mm-hmm. You're getting some cool stuff that no one else is going to get. And I think that also helps give fans a little bit of ownership in, in helping getting that out there and, and being a part of it from the beginning. Um, now, you mentioned this is going to be limited edition. So, like, after this campaign's over, would any of this stuff be available again? Or Well, you know, if a label wanted to put it out, we wouldn't let them do it the same way. Right. So, um, in the way it's going to be released, it'll never be released that same way again. We're not going to repress it exactly the same and just put it out. That would... Even if we did that and we made those not numbered, which mm-hmm. is would be pretty common, I mean, that would still make the hand-numbered ones, signed ones, right. super exclusive. But I think we would probably press to try to get something different done so that it really remains a unique product. And, you know, I mean, I would love to see it on a picture disc. Right. Um, so that's one of the tiers is either a picture disc or colored vinyl, whichever we're able to kind of pull off. Mm-hmm. Um and that's the only prize of all the things is if we reach the tier where there's vinyl, there's a much longer time frame and we're not going to make everybody wait for the other rest right. of their stuff in their packages. So as soon as everything's produced, we're going to send out the packages. So we have a pretty quick turnaround. I mean, I said this, it ends on March 10th. So it's a really short one. Most yeah. people do 60 days. I think we did 35 days. And the point of that was we have the songs done. Um, we're talking to... Chris Harris, uh, they call him Zeus, to mm-hmm. do the mastering. He did Queensryche, Iced Earth, Sanctuary. Okay. Um, I actually am connected to him when we were young. We used to hang out at the same club in Western Mass. Uh, we know a lot of the same people, uh, a ton of friends that are mutual friends. Mm-hmm. And we used to play at that club, and so did his band. So um, I reached out to him and Immediately, we both were like, oh, yeah, yeah, I know that guy. And, and we, I, I remember seeing him. I just don't think we were, you know, we obviously weren't close friends. But um, so it was cool to reach out to him. And, right. you know, he's doing some really cool stuff. He's, you know, he offered to do the mastering. And so, um, you know, that's kind of why the tier level, the first tier level we have to reach is $4,800. Right. Um, and that is to pay for Flotsam. That is to pay for the mastering. That is to make sure that the packaging's really cool, that... You know, if you order the package with a shirt, it's not one color on a black mm-hmm. shirt. Like, these are going to be really cool shirts. Um, uh, they're going to say, I summoned the dragon because they are basically right. making this happen. They're mm-hmm. starting this whole process. Um, and if people haven't heard of Vermithrax, they can go to Spotify or YouTube. We do have st- our first EP is out there. Um, they can find it. They can listen to it. Uh, the newer material is a little more progressive. So um, I think it's... So a I mean, yeah, would you say that? Because you've heard the yeah, new EP. Yeah, so. uh, the new stuff. I mean, I, I was lucky enough to hear it, and, and I loved it. It was, you know, it, you could see a lot of growth from volume one to volume two. It's a lot more layers, a lot more progressive. It's, a, it's it, To me, it was a lot bigger. Oh, um, cool, yeah. And uh, I really enjoyed listening to it. My, we're shooting my, for epic, you know yeah. what I mean? We're trying to thrash, <laughs> but we're also shooting for epic, and that is a hard... 
you know, you want to have those moments that are thrash that right. make you your head moves no matter what. And then you also want to have those those moments where you're just like, does it get any bigger or huger sounding than that? And we're hoping to combine those. And yeah. and so as we're writing, that is the thought process: is will this be thrash? Will this be progressive? Will this be epic? Will this be power metal? And so we're really combining everything we grew up on and trying to produce a very unique form of, I mean, ultimately it'll be called thrash because that's one of those few genres that if you show up to a show and it's a great thrash band, yeah, you will enjoy it no matter what. Exactly. You know, uh, it's hard to say that when you show up to a really progressive metal band and you're kind of like, this is more than I can comprehend for a first listen while I'm right. watching the band. And so hopefully that dynamic of us having progressive with epic allows people to kind of have their space too yeah. we have those epic parts where they're like okay that's huge and that's what we want so i was i was listening to it yesterday in fact and i had it on the speakers and, and you know I was listening to it. i was doing some work on the computer and son was back there too and i kind of looked over and i could see him start to kind of you know the head was going oh, he was nice, getting nice. into it so i mean it's definitely i mean it's it's definitely attention getting it's 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 a great album i hope to get it out there soon no that's great and um it's uh yeah it's yeah i really enjoyed it so it's definitely definitely worth investing in um now there's and we're working on new material yeah so like you just heard I heard you came in we're working on new stuff so this isn't like we're a band we just got together we're right. gonna make one record break up and then you're gonna go god i bought that stupid <laughs> package and i'll never hear from these guys again we're already we already have three or four songs done, like mixed and everything that we were going to try to find a way to release. Um, and then we've got 13 more songs that we're working on right now that are brand new that we've been writing and working on that we're in the studio right now recording. And so, you know, if a label, the right deal comes and we have right. the leverage because this is done well, it will put us in a really good position to put out another huge progression for the band full-length album and give them an opportunity to kind of get behind the band even further you know right. and, and also see the growth you know so hopefully that happens they look back and go man i really got in i'm glad i got in when i did you know i'm exactly. glad i helped get the band to that next step and um you know we're not a new band we've been around for one we're not new in any way we're all right. older guys that have been playing metal most of our lives and um you know in different bands and um I'm even using uh, my old guitar player from Reading Zero is actually going to do some of the some of our artwork mm -hmm. um, and some of our T-shirt stuff. He owns a printing company, cool. and we've got other friends in the printing world that from other bands that Jerry was friends with, and all, you know all these different people. So we're really reaching out and trying to use other friends that are in in music and trying to support them too with this project. So anything we do, stickers or patches or shirts or anything, is going to come from another musician. Most likely, that's you know been part right. of it, or or even with the design. So, I think that's that's going to make it unique too. Exactly. And hopefully, people. Uh, I mean, your feedback is good because you're one of the few people that have heard the whole thing. So I'm glad that you like it. That at least tells your listeners that you know it's oh, not yeah. it's they're not investing in something <laughs> that they're going to get and go like, oh my god, what am I listening to? And if they're online, they can go to our Facebook page. Uh, you know, we're trying to keep the word getting out almost daily of like, you know, we're doing updates. We just, the update we put on there was a sample of the yeah. Flotsam song, uh, you know, with a 
just a, a quick video that we kind of threw together to make it interesting and give it something to stick to on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that people could at least go, oh, okay, I can hear the production a little bit. I can hear the song. I, if they know the Flossum song, maybe they'll go, oh, my God, I want to hear where this goes because it does go to some pretty cool places. Right. And um, hopefully that will spawn some stuff. But really it's about in the world of the Internet, it's how many people that are listening to this, um, check it out invest but also share that post and share yeah. some of our stuff and they really do become an they, they become part of the machine they become part of like the label because they're that word of mouth advertising so much stronger than if you know so if you tell me i love this album i am way more likely to buy it than if i read an ad that says right. you're gonna love this album you know right it just i know you and i know what you like and i like that same kind of stuff so i'm gonna like that record and and so it's really key if people share our stuff and, and, and give a couple words of kindness, you know, Hey, you guys should check these out or check these guys out. Or, you know, that's a huge help to us because it does tell your friends, this is worthy of their time to check out. And then maybe they get involved as well. Yeah, it's exactly. I mean, I couldn't say that better myself. So it's, it's a great album and got to get that out there. Now you got the Plasma song, you got, Four other songs, one's a little acoustic intro and then yep. the other one. Um, a big, long, epic <laughs> piece, uh, Enoch. Enoch. Um, Road Death, Kotla. Uh, what, what else is on there? What's the other? Crucified by Hate. Crucified by Hate. Yeah, so really a very dynamic uh, as far as tempo and the type of metal and... They're all very different from each other. Mm-hmm. And we did it on purpose. We wanted to make right. sure that if you got it, you'd go, oh, these guys can do all of this. They're not just, you know, three thrash songs that you go, oh, it's thrash. You know, it is this one thing. We really wanted to go, see, we can kind of do all of this, you know, get behind us because we got a lot more coming. And I think once people really start hearing what we are what we have coming, I think it's the excitement's going to snowball. Well, know? I will say the one thing, I mean, it did want me, it did leave me wanting to hear a lot more. So it's, all right, that's it's, good. So it's working. It's definitely working. <laughs> well, good, good. Thanks. Thanks for coming out and helping, you know, support this by, you know, doing the interview and helping us get the word out. Oh, really yeah. appreciate it. Big fan of you guys. And I want to see you guys succeed. So yeah, definitely man. my pleasure. Awesome. Thank you so much. Cool.
Okay, I'd like to thank Chris for taking the time to talk to me, inviting me out to the lair uh, while I was out there. The guys played me a lot of their new stuff, so they got a lot of stuff coming down the pike and uh, definitely deserve your support. So please check out the Kickstarter. Do what you can to help out and uh, show these guys some love. I'd like to thank you guys for tuning in. If you got any questions or comments, please feel free to drop us a line at ironcityrocks at gmail.com. You can also check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Until next time, thanks for listening. <laughs>